Real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast, be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of my first two books, Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur, by going to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. That's T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah St. John, and today we have Mark Kumar, the lifestyle entrepreneur. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah, for having me on your show. I truly appreciate it. I know you and I are going to have an amazing time. I cannot wait to get started. So let's get this party started. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be great. We're going to Friday, and it's Friday night too. Like, we're going to have a great time. I feel like I should start that song. What is is it by the Black Eyed Peas? Get this party. Yeah, get this party started. Yeah, I haven't heard that in forever. Uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Well, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, how you got started and what you do? Sure, absolutely. My name is Mark Kumar. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur. And those of you who may not know what lifestyle entrepreneurs are, lifestyle entrepreneurs are the ones who create a business around their life rather than having their life around their business. So I go into a different industries that I am passionate about, that I have experienced in, and then I create a business and then go on and create a product or services and then give it to the people who can actually use it and I get money for it. And my first industry, which was the photography industry, where I got a camera and then I was really excited and a camera got it for my Christmas present, just like anybody else, like a guy like, hey, I got an electronic thing. I'm really excited about this. Let me play around with this thing, whatever. And then I started playing around with it, got really good at it in a matter of a couple of weeks. And then a friend of mine was like, hey, would you like to take a few pictures of us? And then I will pay you. I was like, what? You want to pay me? I just got this camera like two weeks ago and you are willing to pay me because I have this little somewhat of a nice camera. Sure, whatever. And then I did that for a few more friends. And before you knew it, I had a small clientele in which I was able to make a little side hustle money while still working on my other job. And then that was it. That's the start of my entrepreneur journey. And then what I did was take it one step further. Whatever that I learned, I taught other photographers. And that's where I'm like, hmm, I might be on to something. Learn something, I teach somebody, and then I have two businesses rather than just one, which is a great thing to do. And that's very easy to do. But that's not where I stopped. When or when I was teaching other photographers, I was literally doing a physical workshop where someone came in here and had a model. I taught the people how to pose, how to hold your camera, and what camera settings you may have to do, and all that good stuff. And then summer hit, I got a little lazy, to be honest with you. I didn't want to go out in the hot weather. And then I was like, let me just do this webinar thing. And I did the webinar where I sent out an email to a few of the photographers that I knew. They're like, hey, I'm doing this webinar. It's not going to be a lot of money. It's like $50. So just if you want to come in, join me and I'll teach you anything you want to know. And then surprisingly, 10 people came up like, whoa, $50 per head. That's like, what, $500? That was pretty insane. I was like, at that point, like, this is like, I might be on to something. Like, 
I was literally in my t-shirt and had my shorts on because it was like July time and the summertime and I loved the hot weather and I was home and I was making $500 in an hour and that was great. I'm like, I need to learn how to do this more. And that's where the light bulb went off. I'm like, I need to learn how to create digital products that gives me the freedom to work pretty much out of anywhere. That's how I got started and I love, love, love to share any and all questions you have, Sarah, to help your audience out to how they can truly become a lifestyle entrepreneur and have the freedom and or the option to do whatever they want and whenever they want. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I've been wanting to do a webinar for a while, but I haven't quite figured out how to approach it. I have ideas on some topics. What platform did you use for the webinar? Webinar at that time, I was using, uh, what's it called? GoToMeeting. Oh, okay. Or I think it was GoToMeeting yet at the time. But nowadays, like so many different ones out there. And then my cost for that particular one at the time, it was like, I got it for a one month. It was like 30 bucks. And then five, 10 people came out, $500 plus minus the $30 of the hosting fee for the whole month. Mm-hmm. And that was still profitable. It could like 85% profit. And that's what I do nowadays. And you know, businesses that I open, I met because all of them are digital. My profit margins are 85 to 90%, mm-hmm. which no one actually can do that. Right. Yeah. I like that about digital, like whether it be courses or digital products or software or whatever. The, yeah. The profit margin is so high because there's not a physical product that you have to make and ship and all that kind of stuff. So like what different digital products have you made either for yourself or others? I I know you have several different companies or companies you've worked for. Let me just start off with like there are a lot of different digital products that you can create. The most simplest one is the ebook, which was back in the day, it was huge. It's kind of like you open up a Word document and then you type something in and you create it into a PDF. And then that becomes your ebook that you could sell it. So let's say one time I spent about eight hours to 10 hours to create this book. And while I was working on it, and it was literally teaching photographers how to properly expose your pictures. That's all it was like, I think 10 pages or 20 pages, something like that. And then I typed up a little Word document and literally detailed by Orin, like step-by-step, step, you do this, you do this, you do this. And everyone who bought it, they were like, this is really good. And it took me eight hours. And the thing was, while I was creating it, even though it was eight hours, and in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking like, this is silly. No one is ever gonna buy this. Why am I spending all this time and effort creating this. And then I was like, ah, it's not going to work. So because I was stubborn, when I set my mind to something, I just do it. Even at the end, it doesn't work out. And sometimes it didn't work out. Any successful entrepreneur will tell you this. They try so many different things. Some of them worked out, one of them didn't. So luckily for me, that particular ebook did work out. I made a few thousand dollars. So that was good for eight hours worth of work. It's not bad. And then, you know, reoccurring money. So one of them is your ebook. And second one is your video course. Just like you can give your advice. So the best way I can tell you, like any digital product is basically your advice that will help other people to solve their problem. So how would you know? What advice would you give? So the best advice that you can give to somebody is like some, for example, if I come to you and tell you or wake you up in the middle of the night and ask you, hey, Let's just say John, or in this case, Sarah. I wake you up in the middle of the night, like, Sarah, how do I do X, Y, and Z? And without even thinking about it, you're like, you do step one, step two, and it's done. If you're good at that, that's the advice you want to help other people. And that's the advice people are willing to pay for it. 
And that's what I discovered after a long time of pains and struggle and things. And like, if I know something like back on my hand, I can literally make money off of that. So that's video, or that's product number two, video content. You, nowadays especially, it's super, super easy to create video content. You don't even need anything fancy. Because some people, like people who I contact, do a one-on-one session. We're like, hey, do I need a fancy camera? Or do I need to have a really, really great mic? I can guarantee you that is not the case. The best way I can describe to you is, let's say if your car broke down and you took it to the shop, I can guarantee you, no matter where you are in the world, the mechanic in that shop is not gonna look like a supermodel. And the wrenches or the tools they're using, they're not gonna matter, absolutely. But at the end of the day, as long as they can perform the job to help you get your car fixed, that's all that matters. And that's what your product gonna be. As long as they can help your ideal clients solve their problem, then you're golden. Your video quality is not gonna matter as much at first, but don't hang up on that. So if you have like, play, let's say a regular webcam or even your laptop, there's a webcam, there's microphone built in. Open that up and then you record whatever advice you wanna give. That's product number two, your video. And then once you have your video, you can literally sell it like as a one product, which is a downloadable product where they just pay one-time fee and we're done. Or number three, which is your membership sites where people can get on a, I call it a virtual meetings or virtual tours. There's so many different names out there, but the best way I can say is like virtual meeting, let's just say. You can use Google Hangout, which is free. Zoom, also free. And there's so many other things. So it's not gonna cost you anything. So you have this membership site where you send out a link to people who pay you on it, a recurring every month-to-month basis. So let's say if you get five clients, five clients that are giving you $100 per session or per month, and then during that month, you're going to get like four times with them, a once a week kind of thing. So think about it. Five clients, $100, that's $500 a month where you get on the computer, you talk to people. And that's the great way. The beautiful part about that is like when you talk to people and you listen to the challenges or the problems they are having that you can solve with your advice. Those are the problems are a money maker. The reason why, because as a creator, you may not even think about some of those problems, but you have the solutions for it. So when you start to talk to people, those people are like, hey, I don't know how to do, let's just say X, Y, and Z. And as a creator, you may not even even thought about it, but you don't know the answer to it. And then you can create a video based on that and then put it into your membership site where people are paying you. Rather than, you know, we're going to go into like a one-on-one session. You put it into your membership site. So other five people who go into it, like, why do you think about that? That's really good. And then at that point, everybody's going to think you are the person who's an expert, you are the person who helped me. And I can promise you, anytime you help somebody solve a problem, they will think very, very highly of you. As a result, your credibility level, let's say you start off at zero, it's gonna go to two, then it's gonna go to four, and it's gonna go five, 10, and then before you know, you'll be the expert matter in your field. So product number three is your membership size. Product number four, is your what I call as a professional digital professional services where you have this it's the same principle as a membership side where people pay you every month but in this way you are having one-on-one session with that it's literally a very customizable problem solving solution for that one individual and then you could charge whatever you want I know people who charge like ten thousand dollars and then 
fifth one, which is a professional digital services in the sense, I would say a uh, service where you pay a monthly fee, like for example, Netflix, you pay a monthly fee, which is a very low fee, but you get entertainment out of it. And then you have other ones, like for example, your website, which is also a digital services. So there's a professional service, which is like a one-on-one kind of thing. And then you got digital services, which is like you pay a small amount of fee for a monthly basis. And then how you get make a profit off that is, let's say you create a product. Like for example, I created a product called Simple Podcast Tool, uh, Simple Podcast Cloud, which allows podcasters to host their podcast MP3 files, and then we distribute it to iTunes, the Google Podcast, the Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it, everyone out there. And then we charge clients X amount of dollar per month, even though the amount is a lot smaller as compared to your one-on-one session, which could be like $1,000 per person a month, and you can have one-on-one session with them and have a customized thing. You would create a product that is based around a lot of people using it. So for example, when we were thinking of creating a product for a podcaster, we went around and looked to see what is out there in the marketplace currently. Because you don't want to start a product or create a product that like nobody wants to buy. Not a good thing. Trust me, I've done it. It is not profitable. It only thing it really gives you is stress, which is like level 100. Not a place where you want to be at. So we went to see what product was out there. And then we tried to research it. Like, hey, this company is offering X and this company is offering Y and this company is offering Z. But there is no one, no other company out there that's offering all three of them. You find what what is called a market hole where you can, your company can go out there and fill the gap where people are like, hey man, I wish they had this, but they don't. I would pay X amount of dollars if they had that. That's five digital products that I specialize in helping creating. So hopefully that answers your question, but if not, then ask me again. (laughs) (laughs) No, it did. That's awesome that you gave kind of a breakdown of the different types of digital products. And with the videos, either the membership or the courses, do you just host that directly on your website or do you use like Teachable or Thinkific or Udemy? You can host it on Udemy or Teachable. And there's another platform you may or may not know. It's called Podia, P-O-D-I-A.com, Podia. The beautiful thing about their platform is it's one flat free. It's unlimited everything. I love their platform. I've used it myself. And then also they have like two plans. I think it's a starter and then the advanced level. With us, if people are just starting out, it's like I believe it's like thirty nine dollars per month. You can have your membership site. I I want to say membership site, but I think that might be on the professional plan. But the regular one, which is a digital platform where you can create a digital product where people can download it, or you can create a video course where people can watch your video course. So it's not on a recurring monthly bill on the $39 plan, but there's another one, it's like it's $79, I think, where you could have a membership site where you charge your buyers every 30 days or 15 days or whatever you want. That's platform I recommend. However, because the industry, because I have been in the four different industry, which is the photography, the web development, the fitness, and now in the podcast industry, I have my own custom-made platform that I utilize for my own things for my specific needs for myself and my businesses that I have. Yeah. And I know that you've created software or websites or something for a stop and shop, giant food and Martin's foods. I had never actually heard of those. They must be in a certain part of the 
the country. Yeah, they're like, it goes from like a Boston, Massachusetts to a Virginia. I don't know if they are in Texas or not, but they're a different kind. And so what did you do for them? They had a specific need that was customized application that they wanted to create. I can't really go into detail because I don't uh, want to get sued. I'll give you a global thing. Like there was a software they want to create that will help them save uh, $7.8 million, which it did. And that's what I did for them. And in a matter of uh, seven months or six, I think seven to eight months around there, that's what they were achieved. Oh, wow. So how do you even find out about something like that or get a gig like that? It's all about network marketing. Mm -hmm. It's like who you know kind of thing is, you know, it's I will give you this advice that if you want to actually go out there and get these big gigs, you need to create yourself a personal brand. Because, you know, I can ask you like, who is the best beverage company out there? You got Coca-Cola, Sprite, what else is that? Pepsi and then Sierra makes so many others. Yeah, but there are other ones no one knows about it. So personal brand is definitely, definitely, definitely is what you want to work on. That will definitely because the reason why a personal brand works is because they have the marketplaces trust and everybody looks at them at credible. And then if they come up with a new product, people just buy, for example, Apple. I personally don't like Apple product, but other people do. So if Apple comes out with it, I think they're coming out with the Apple, the new iPhone 12 or whatever. I know people waiting in line for days just to get new Apple phones, which is to me is ridiculous. But that credibility level right there, people like so focused and so like, it's kind of like a clan. Hey, we are Apple and Apple people will not go into Android marketplace because no, Android is horrible. And Android people will not go into more Apple and they're horrible. You know, it's kind of like building a credibility, building a community who will trust you no matter what you put out. And once you build that personal brand like that, you can come up with literally any product and people will buy it. Mm. Literally any product. You'd mentioned several different digital products, but I suppose even like the people who are even more advanced could create their own software even. Absolutely. Like, for example, the let's just go with the membership site for now, because that's the only thing that comes to my mind. There are like several different companies out there. They have probably spent about, let's say, 10 months and they cost them $20,000. And the average person, they like $20,000, I don't have that much money. You know, that would not be feasible for them. But if you start thinking like that, don't think what you are investing right now. Think about five to six years from now how quickly you are going to recuperate that price or that money or the initial investment back. The $20,000 a company spends to create a product. And then they turn around within a matter of three months, they make about a hundred to $200,000. That's just three months. Imagine for what they can do for the rest of the year. Yeah, I've wondered about like people who create like WordPress plugins and things of that nature. And, you know, I don't know how much money it goes into that. And I'm sure you could hire somebody even if you didn't know how to do it yourself. You could just hire someone. But I wonder how long it would take to recoup that. If you have, once again, a personal brand and people follow you and people can trust you, you can create any product. It could be simple as a five page ebook which I did in my photography world. It was like a five-page ebook. It was like, a, I think, 300 people in my list. And out of the 300 people, 100 people like, I will buy anything you create. At first, it's kind of scary and weird. It's like anything I create, I, I'm like, let me, I'm, I'm going to test this out to actually see if this works. So I create like something silly, like 10, 20 minutes, I think half an hour top. A five-page with the graphics and all that, I'll send it out. I'm like, hey, here's a link. If you're interested, buy it. 
And then those 100 people actually did buy it. I was shocked. I was like, what? But it's a good feeling. But at the same time, it's kind of weird too. It's like, wow, I didn't realize people would actually believe in me because sometimes you don't believe in yourself because, you know, you are your worst critic. But if you literally get yourself out of your way and then let other people dictate what your abilities are, you will get a lot further because we are our worst credit. We will like, we'll be the first one to say we're horrible. I'm guilty of it. I think everybody who is successful will be like, we're horrible at first. But you know, there's a, a good thing. I was talking to one of my friends earlier where we were talking about the AI, the artificial intelligence and how many different data points they have when they're trying to analyze some things. One of those talks we talked about where, hey, uh, when Something happens to us, and this is going to the whole human psychology, how the brain works, and how the human brain works is whatever happens to you, you think it happens to everyone the same exact way. The way you feel, the way you experience happiness, sadness, whatever. But that is not true. It may not happen the same exact way to other people, but on another tangent, whatever something bad happens, you feel like, it's only me. It's only me. Why me? Why me? Like every one of us does that, right? But the thing about this universe, and I might be getting off the topic here, but I really like to dig into it because I love this human psychology, how people think and so on and so forth, because it does help in your sales process. So, you know, go back to think where, why me, why me, why me? And then we're like, we are horrible, the whole negative tangent, we're going to the downhill. And then if you start thinking like, hey, it's not just me, anything that I will experience in my life, somebody has already experienced and overcome it. If you think like that, no matter how horrible the situation is, somebody has already done it and they found a way to get out of it. If you shift that mind, then like, we're good. Then you will never feel bad. I will never feel bad. As soon as I figured that out, like last four years, I don't feel bad at all. I'm like, okay, it is what it is. Rather than attaching emotions to it, I could just say it was just an experience that I didn't know. Yeah, that's good. That's a good way to look at it. I think I'm going to start thinking of it that way. Or or you could even think, yeah, other people have experienced this thing and come through it. Or you can also think of people have experienced worse things and, and come through it too. So just to tell a little more as far as your emotion goes, emotions are like if you label anything, like for example, I had a bad experience. Like That's how your body reacts. That's how your mind thinks of it. Like bad experiences that Okay, we're going to go into downhill emotion, feeling really horrible. I had a good experience. I'm excited. But when you realize that experience was not what you expected, you could literally say that was a unique and different experience because mind doesn't know what unique different is. There is no emotion attached to it. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Good way to look at it. You have a website, Code with Mark, right? Because you self-taught yourself coding. Yes, I did. And then that happened literally by accident or by having the need for it. I guess is a better way to put it, not by accident, but the need for it. While I was running my photography business, I needed to create a website. And I was doing pretty good photography business. We had no website whatsoever. And then I got tired of carrying my portfolio in my hand, trying to show it to people and then, you know, make an appointment late at night, early Saturday morning, things like that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to actually create a website. And then I went on there like 
famous university, what I call as the YouTube world, where you can learn anything as long as you have the right mindset. So I went into YouTube and I learned a few things. Then after that, I taught myself basic HTML and JavaScript, CSS, and things. those are programming languages. And then followed by the PHP, MySQL databases, so on and so forth. I learned the basic. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what I do. And the very first project that I created was the Hello World, where the screen comes up and literally says, Hello World. I was so excited. I was like, wow, I created something. It only took two years, but I created it. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and then I really got into it. I'm like, this is exciting stuff, you know, whatever. And then following the same principle, what I did in my previous business, which was the photography business, learn something, teach somebody. I learned something, I taught somebody. What I love about that particular method or that blueprint is whenever you're trying to teach somebody something to someone else, you in turn learn that same topic a lot more quicker or a lot better. And then your mind starts to develop that because whatever you are initially learning, when you teach somebody, they may have a different question or different approach that you didn't even think about. So Number one is learn it when you actually learning whatever people are telling you and then you teach it. Then in that teaching part, you're also learning and then you repeat that process, then you'll go further. So taking that one further, then I went on and then created myself my own content management system, something similar to WordPress. The reason being is because I was using WordPress for a while and every time there was a new update, my WordPress site will go down. It just breaks. I don't know why, but whatever they did, it worked for majority of the group. The other majority were horrible. And there's like a bunch of blog posts or uh, form threads. People are like, I don't like WordPress. I don't like WordPress. So I created my own content management, which is called NodePressJS.com. You can go there and download it. It's free to use. I gave it to the whole web development world come, uh, industry. They can use it. A lot of people have used it. Everyone who uses it so bad. But it's mostly for the web developer, not like a regular people, because it does need some a little touching. But once you have it installed up and running, it's like it you will be blown away how quick it is. What advice would you give to someone who's just starting out wondering, they want to go into the digital product world, but they don't know where to start? Do you recommend doing the five steps like ebook, then courses and whatnot? Or does it kind of depend? I would highly, highly recommend do the video part because it's the most easiest. The reason why is if you try to do the ebook, things happen to me and things happen to you while you are typing your ebook. Let's say on Monday morning, you get up, I'm enthusiastic, I'm loving, I have all these wonderful ideas. I'm gonna type, 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 type. At nine o'clock, you started, type, 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 type. Nine, 10, you get a knock on the door or you get a phone call or you get someone email or something like that, you get distracted. And then by 9.30, when you're done with that distraction, then you go back to it, then you gotta start all over again, get back in the routine of, in that mindset, like, hey, what was I thinking? What was my train of thought at that moment? Then it takes a long time to write an ebook if you're just starting out. However, if you create a video course or a video, you can give yourself five, 10 minutes. Pick a topic, go for it. Press record and off you go. Simple as that. The most easiest and the most convenient way to create content. And what do you recommend as far as like price points? Because I know some people, they'll do free videos, like a free five-day challenge or, you know, something like that just to get newsletter subscribers and things like that. But if you are going to price it, 
what would you recommend? How do you figure that out? I would say, first of all, and most morally, when whatever you are thinking of creating. So just let's just do a case study. I love this thing. Give me an example. We'll create a live product right now. I love it. Think of anything. Like any topic? Is that what you mean? Any topic, anything, any any digital product that you would like to create right now. Well, I'm actually thinking about creating a digital course on podcasting. So let's just say first off, it will be the topic. That'd be the first module, what topics you want to cover. So in podcasting, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about the same thing, creating a podcast course and all that. So first topic will be the equipment, which everybody, everybody wants to know, equipment. Second topic is your software which is, you know, everybody, you need to know how, where you're going to record it and edit it and so on and so forth. And then third, which is the most important part, which should be the first one is content, how you create content. And the fourth one is going to be type of podcast you're going to create. For example, you can create a podcast where you just do it yourself. That's number one. Number two is you're interviewing somebody else like you're doing me. Or number three is the combination of two, where your po- your show will have a combination of two. You having your own podcast advice, giving to somebody else, and doing a podcast interview. So that would be like the fourth topic. Once you have those three video or four videos created, then the next thing you want to do is rather not even create anything. These are the four topics you want to put in your podcast course. Number one thing, what do you do is, Go to different people, 10 people. That's all you need, just 10 people. Go to 10 people. Hey, I'm thinking of an idea and uh, pod, creating a video course for podcasts. And I just want to know if you'd be interested in that, just to see how many people are actually interested. And then, you know, some people are like, yeah, I'm interested. I'm like, oh, great, cool. If you're interested, here's a link. It's only for $1. You just have to come in and then I will teach you live. Whatever that you so four topics, that's all you're doing. And while you're doing those four topics, the fifth topic is going to be QA, where you get to ask them or they get to ask you any question they have. So that's five right there. So you do that at least three times. By the third time you do this, you're going to have so much valuable content and different questions that you need to think about it. Yeah, that's an interesting way to do it. I hadn't heard, I've heard all kinds of different ideas on how to do it, but I'd never heard of that one. So that's interesting. That's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Because you're talking to the right guy. I'm like, I love this thing. I love creating it. And you know, awesome. So that's number one is like, this is your one blueprint where you charge everybody a dollar to see if they're interested. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you take it one step further. When you record, obviously you're going to record all your videos and live questions and Q and A's, whatever. Right. Then you send those people, let's say you have 10 people. Right. And then, Hey, I know you are in it and you may or may not have good memory. Like some people, if you like to get the recordings, it's going to cost you $20 and I'll send you the email. You can download it. That way you get to have this personalized product that you ask the questions to. So you got $21 out of the person. Yeah, that's that's a good technique. And then when you do it three, three different times, then you have a course, then you create a membership site and then you do off you go. And then charge like uh, whatever money you want. So let's say you first one, you did it. Let's say the very first time you did it, right? That's $1 and $20 on the back inside to get the recording. Second time, same principle, $1, but $30. See breaking point where people break. So the first, first time you got 10 people. Second time, let's say you got 20 people. Out of the 20 people, 10 people paid $20 to you off. $30 to you, right? So next time around, let's just say, hey, I'm feeling good. I'm gonna charge $20, $50. So third time around, you got 15 people. Out of the 15, eight people gave you $50. You, you didn't lose anything. 
at least you got the initial dollar from them. Right. Yeah, it adds up over time. Try that, man. Definitely works. I have used it countless number of times. And I've did, I do teach that in my one-on-one coaching sessions. Maybe when I start the process of creating the course, we could do another episode. Absolutely. Or like a live video, maybe. We're looking at it and like going through it or something like that. That might be kind of fun. I, I am so glad you brought that up. Because there's another method. The first method is you just doing it uh-huh. yourself, right? And then let's just say you did that three times. Mm-hmm. And you gave the recording and people bought it for pricing from $10, $20, and $50. And then you send another email to all three of those people, all three of those groups, and saying, hey, I know you find value. People only who paid for it, only who paid for it. You send the email to those groups of people and say, I know you found value in this thing. I found an expert who knows a lot more than I do. Would you be interested in joining the live workshop? Mm-hmm. And then he charged $100. Because mm-hmm. it's just not you, the person. And you were literally saying, somebody who knows more than me. And let's say you had, I don't know, I'm, I'm throwing a pot. We got 50 people all together, right? Out of the 50, 25 people are like, sure, I'll do it. That's $2,500 in your bank. Bam, bam. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe that's what we could do, though, is like a live stream sure, or, or, or a workshop, I guess. Same thing. Yeah, you can call it a workshop. You Zoom, probably better. And you, because nowadays I found out the hard way, because when I was doing my scheduling, the automation process with Calendly and Zoom, they do put a required password. You have to have a password. Otherwise, you cannot do it. And then a couple of shows that I did, people were like, I, are you on? I'm like, I know I, I am on. Then I realized, oh, they didn't have the password that Calendly and Zoom combined together did. So. Oh, yeah. I've had that problem with, yeah, you have to like sync up your appointment calendar and and then either your Zoom or what I'm using, Squadcast or, you know, all the different things and yeah. things can get crazy. Well, I appreciate your time. Was there anything else you wanted to go over that we hadn't? I'm here for you. I love helping people, especially since I'm on your show. I want to help you as much as I can because this is my forte. I'm like, ask me anything I know because I'm in this advice business. That's all I got. And for me, it if I can help one individual better their life, I'm good. And if I repeat that process multiple times, life is great. I have a great day. And people can find you at markkumar.com. That's K-U-M-A-R. Or they can learn coding at codewithmark.com. And then I'll also have show notes at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash Mark Kumar. Well, thank you so much. And we'll right. connect again. Absolutely. Love it. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me on my show. And then, you know, maybe hopefully we could do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll be fun. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash frugalpreneur. Until next time. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.